<laughs> okay, we're going to try something this season. Uh, we never did this before. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We're going to try to learn Perkeavos with the commentary of Rabbeinu Yaina. Uh, if you have one, great. Uh, you should all have one. It's in the ba- it's in every single shas. The end of Masechta Avodazara is Perkeavos. So, if you have a shas, great. If you don't have a shas, go out and buy a shas. It's the most important thing you'll ever buy. In the back of Masechta Avodazara, you have uh, you have Perkeavos, and in every Vilna shas, you have Perkeavos with the commentary of Rabbeinu Yaina. You don't want to spend $800 on a shas. Get yourself uh, the Perkeavos with the commentary of Rabbeinu Yaina. For many years, we did uh, like subjects and Perkeavos. We're focusing now more on tefillah. So what we're going to do is, if you remember, Reb Volba writes, there are four things that every Jew must know. Number one, Chumash Rashi and the Ramban. Number two, Mishnah Bura. Number three, Mesilas Yisharem. Number four, Perkei Avais with Rabbeinu Yaina. So, let's see how this goes. And I think we'll just go straight. In other words, instead of uh, going the Perak of the week, we'll go straight. We'll see We'll see where this takes us. Um, so, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. Moshe Kibot Torah Misinai. Moshe received the Torah from our Sinai. By the way, why is Pirkei Avos in Seder Nazikin? Ruben Margolius says, well, because uh, throughout Shas we find that the focus of the learning uh, was on Nazikin. Uh, the Gemara says in Brachist Avchaf that in the years of Rabbi Yehuda, all of their learning was in Nazikin. So in order to, so to speak, sneak in some ethics and midos into the Limud, Rebbe slipped in Pirkei Avos into Nazikin. But the Rambam says, no, this is follows Sanhedrin because there's there's only one thing worse than a Jew with bad character, a rabbi with bad character. Because a Jew with bad character, people know to stay away from. But a rabbi with bad character, he could uh, cause a lot of harm. So after Masech the Sanhedrin, where it talks about the Dayanim, it talks about the behavior which is recommended and acceptable for Dayanim. Moshe Kibbal Torah Sinai. Moshe received the Torah from Sinai. By the way, Toysus asks, what do you mean? Sinai grew arms and gave Moshe the Torah? It should say Moshe Kibbal Torah bis Sinai, at Sinai. He didn't get it from Sinai. So the Toysus Chadashim says, the mem of Misinai is causative. Moshe received the Torah because of Har Sinai. Because of the lesson of humility that he learned from Harsinai. Umisara li Yeshua, he gave it to Yeshua. The Yeshua lezakenim. Yeshua gave it to the elders. Uzakenim lenevim. The elders gave it to the prophets. Unevim misarua laanche knesses agdailam. So Yeshua gave it to the elders who lived in the era after Yeshua. The, the elders gave it to the prophets. The prophets gave it to the men of the great assembly. Hey Mamru, they said, Shloishadvarim, three things. The men of the great assembly said three things. The Ramam also adds that 
we just learned Masechta Sanhedrin. Lest you think that the member of Sanhedrin in your time is not worthy, recognize that he certainly is worthy because he has a long tradition going back all the way to Moshe Kibbal Tarami Sinai. So you might think that in, inherently, independently, he's unworthy. Recognize that he's uh, bolstered by a uh, very powerful chain. So the Amen of the Great Assembly said three things. Hevu Masunamadin, be deliberate in judgment. Vehamidu Tamidim Harbe, establish many students. Vaasu Siagla Torah, and make a fence around the Torah. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna. Aschil Perish Ovis Rabbeinu Agado Achasar Akadosh, Rabbi Yoyna Ben Rabbi Avram Zechazag Avracha. So this, these are clearly not the words of uh, Rabbeinu Yoyna himself, but the printer says, and we're now about to begin the commentary of Rabbeinu Yoyna, Ben Rabbi Avram, of blessed memory. Amru Rabbi Seinu Zecharim Levracha. The Gemara says in Baba Kama, Hayman Debay L'mahavi Chasida L'kai Mili Da'avais. Anyone who wants to become righteous should fulfill matters of Avais va'amri la mili de nazikin. And some say matters of nazikin. By the way, because of this commentary that some say anyone who wants to be righteous should uh, fulfill that which it says in nazikin, many people only studied nazikin, and that's another reason Rabbi Magalia says that Rabbi slipped in Avais into nazikin. Rabbi Noyoyna says, because a person will achieve piety by fulfilling either carefulness of not damaging or following Avais, Rabbi put Avais in Azikin. Chazal also say, make brachos properly, so maybe brachos should be in Azikin also. Well, brachas has to be in Zeran because it talks about what brachas to make on things that grow. So therefore, they put brachas in Zeran. But avais is in Ezekim because both of those are ways of acquiring chasidos. Also, avais are the teaching of the Sanhedrin. So they put avais in the Seder of Dinim, Kikal Hachachomim Haneskarim Kan Adrabiochlam Ben Zakai Kulam in Hasanhajan Hayu. All of the rabbis mentioned here, until Rabbiochlam Ben Zakai, they're all members of the Sanhedrin. Says Rabbi Noyana, Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai. What does it mean Moshe accepted the Torah? Bein Tarshabachsa, Bein Tarshabachpeh, the written law and the oral law. Shah Torah, Viperusha, Nitna. Because the Torah was not just given with the words of the scroll, but the Torah was given with its commentary. Shavaloi came, because otherwise, ef shalam It is impossible to have any comprehension of the Torah. Without the oral law, the, the written law is incomprehensible. Sharei kosev, loy sigzal. Because it says, don't steal. V'chal hanazikin, And all damages are included in not stealing. And they are biblical. Alpi Kabbalas Moshe Misinai. Based on the tradition from Moshe. Even though they're not written. It's unbelievable how in the word of Arishain so much is contained. These seem like innocuous words. 
If you look in the first piece of the Kihilois Yaakov, the stipler, Amasechus Babakama, he asked a very simple question. We know that if you damage someone, you have to pay. But are you allowed to damage? Can I go over with a hammer, damage your uh, house, and then say, oh, sorry, here's a thousand dollars. Are you allowed to do that? Where does it say in the Torah? You're not, I know if you damage, you have to pay. Where does it say in the Torah, you're not allowed to? Rabbeinu Yoyna answers the stipler's question on the third line. Rabbeinu Yoyna says, God told Moshe, don't steal, and damage is nichlal and moisigzal. Can you imagine? Akasha, the stipler, Rabbeinu Yoyna just answers like, you know, Agavorcha. He just, in passing. All nizikin is included in the love of moisigzal. Where does it say? It doesn't say. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, v'oid kasav. It says, Bein dam ladam, bein din ladin, vein nega nega. Between blood and blood, between judgment and judgment, between plague and plague. Vekama maris dam, vekama dinam mischafim. Different shades of blood depend on uh, what will change the halacha. Umaris negam, kama kama, different sizes and shapes of tsaras. Hayidu meleno apikabola. It doesn't say anywhere any of these things. What the shear is, how big it has to be, what the color is. It's all halachlama, it's all the oral law. So when we say Moshe Kibbal Tarmisina, he got it all. The Enon Mefayrashim, even though it's not explicitly Kiloi Nitnu Likasev, because it was not authorized to be written down. Vezehu Shenemer, this is what it means. based on these matters, Karati Itchabris, I sealed the covenant with you. Zutar Shabapah, this is the oral law. Lilamedcha, this comes to teach you. Shetayra Shabapah, Leinitna Likasev, that the oral law was not given to be written. Uchsiv, and the Pasuk says, And I will give to you the tablets of stone. So even though the written law was not supposed to be written, I'm sorry, even though the oral law was not supposed to be written, but nevertheless it was given to my Shabbeinu, I gave you the tablets of stone, the Torah and the Mitzvah. Torah refers to Tarshav Achsav. Mitzvah is Tarshav Alpeh. Nimtseis Oimer, it comes out, says Rabbi Yoyna, Kol ha-mitzvahis shenitnu l'moyshe besinai b'feirusha nitna. All the mitzvahs that were given to Moshe were explained. God didn't say, put on tefillin and say, hey, you figure out what tefillin are. Whatever you want them to be. No. God told Moshe, explain to Moshe exactly what they are. The Hakasov who Shenikra Tarshabhsav. That which is written is called the written law. The Hapirush, the commentary of Shenikra Tarshabapeh. Umoisha Lamadami Piakbara. Moshe learned it from God. So when we say Moshe Kibal Tarmisina is he got it all. He gave it to Yeshua. And his attendant Yeshua Benun was a young lad. He did not depart from the tent of Moshe. Moshe primarily taught it to Yeshua. And Yeshua was a kingdom. Kamoshanemar. Vichol Yemei has a kingdom. Asheharichu Yamim Achar Yeshua. All the days of the elders that thrived after Yeshua, Uzekeinim Lenevim, Unevim, Misarua, La'anchen Knesset Agdoila. Who is the Anchen Knesset Zehu Ezra Vesiyase. That's Ezra and his group. 
They were prophets from the second temple era that were part of that group. Like we learned in Yevamais. How do we know there were Nevi'im among the Anshin Gazagdol? In Yevamais we say on Dav Tezayin, Amar Abdoisa ben Horkinus, Kisha Amar Chagai Shloisha Dvarim Halalu. When Chagai said these three matters, Amadoicha Zoi Hoyoyoshi was standing on this pestle. Hinei Kimin Anavim Shabayusheni Achar Achurban Hoyo. Chagai was from the prophets of the second temple after the Chorban. Ki Chagai Hanavi Hoyoshama. So Chagai Anavi was part of the Yanshik Nesagdailam. The men of the great assembly gave it to the elders of their generation, and the sages to their children in every generation. And there was a tradition from every chacham to, um, to the next generation, until all the elders gathered, and the following idea came from all of them. Now, this is a very important idea. No, in other words, the idea to write down the oral law, this is not Rebbe's invention. Rebbe got up one day and he said, you know, I think we should write the oral law. This is not Rebbe's idea. All of the, all of the sages got together and they all came up with the idea, we have to write down the oral law. The Kasvu v'chasmo Talmud. They wrote and sealed the Talmud. And once the Talmud was sealed, we cannot add, we cannot take away. Now, so far, the Mishnah in Perkei just says, Rabbeinu Yoyna says, but it went beyond that. They gave it over to the next generation, till the Chachmei HaTalmud. And even they gave it to the Goinim. And we could say the same thing. Rabbeinu Yoyna, the Rambam, the Rajba, the Rambam, the Rashi, they gave it over to the later Rishonim, who gave it over to the early Achroinim, the Beis Yosef, and the Ramah, and the, Ta- the Shach, and the Taz, and the Chsam Soifer, and Rabbi Kivager, and the Vilna Goin, and the Pnei Yoshua, and the Marsha, who was a little bit earlier, and they said three things. Number one, Be deliberate in judgment. This was said to those who paskin shilos and paskin the din. Those who paskin shilos should never rely on what hits them first, you know, on initial reaction. There are many people, when they hear a question, they'll just answer based on the first thing that pops into their head. Yeah, there are a lot of people in this world that you know that whatever they decided to say, it's because that's what popped into their head that split second. And if they would have waited three seconds longer, three other things would have popped into their head. And there are many people that act in that way. Whatever hits them at first glance. And Rabbi Yonah is saying the Mishnah teaches us. 
that those who pask in Shailos don't rely on your initial instinct. Ach baham tano gedoyla, you need great deliberation of be'ian hadek and deep analysis. Leval yitu b'shukal adas, not to make a mistake in evaluating the circumstance. Ki ha'adam ha'memaher lahoyrois nikra poishaya, a person who hastily paskins is called negligent. Now what do you mean negligent? He's negligent? He's, uh, he's considered rebellious. What do you mean? He thinks he's saying the right thing. Even though he thinks he's telling you the right conclusion, we're not going to call him inadvertent. If somebody paskins a shayla off the cuff, we're going to call that almost intentionally a flagrant violation of the Torah. What do you mean? He didn't do it on purpose. Because he should have thought to say, you know, the heart and mind of one who is hasty will not understand properly. Haste makes waste. He should have had the common sense to recognize the mind of a hasty person will not come to the correct conclusion. Error, human error, is very common. By the way, the way the Masil Sasharm says it is, by human beings, mistake is more likely and more common than correctitude, if there is such a word. Like the rabbis tell us, be careful in study. Because unintentional misunderstanding will be reckoned as intentional violation. Regarding this subject, Shlomo Melech said, I saw a guy, he's hasty in his words. The fool has more hope than him. One who is arrogant in paskening, He's arrogant. Yeah, I know the answer. I know the answer. This is what I think. So number one, he's a shaita. He's a fool. Number two, he's a rasha. He's wicked. Vigasuach, and he's arrogant. So wait a second. Arrogant I get. But why is he wicked? He's just shooting off the cuff. He's foolish. Why? No. Because he needs to know that human beings don't get the right answer right away. L'chein ha'odama Therefore, a person who's paskening yeshla lisa v'litein badavar, he needs to discuss the matter. Ulahachmetz hamachshava, and to let the thought simmer. Ulahashoisa and sit. Keinyan shamru machmid sinas hadin shaidei hachimotz, because by letting it simmer and let it boil like a good shalant, you know. People want to know what's the good what's the recipe of a good shalant? Some people put meat, some people put turkey necks in it, some people put hot dogs in it, some people put rubber tires in it. Um, who knows what people coffee, Coca-Cola. The recipe for a good shalant is you gotta let it sit on the fire and cook and cook and cook. Well, that's a recipe for a good decision. Because by deliberation, 
Vehahamtana, Yosef Svara al Svarasai, you will increase insight into your insight, Upilpulay al Pilpulay, Ad Shiyodin Dinamasamit, until you get to the right conclusion. Kiba Machshava Hashniya, because your second thought, Yire Mashalay Rabarishaina, you will come to what you didn't come to the first time. Uchinyin Zeamar Asaf, regarding this subject, Asaf said, I don't think we're going to finish the first Mishnah, but let's at least uh, finish the first clause of the Mishnah. Like Asaf said, Ki Yischamitz Levavi, my heart ferments, V'chil Yoisai Eshtoinan, and my kidneys churn, Achar Shalavavi Mischamitz, Mispapal Alachachma, after my heart ferments and discusses the wisdom, V'chil Yoisai Eshtoinan, my kidneys churn, Ani Mishtoinen Umesa, I sharpen myself. The more you think something over, the better you understand, the more correct you understand, the more accurately you understand it. I will achieve to know what I didn't know previously. This will be my share of wisdom. This is what it means afterwards. I'm a fool and I didn't know. Animals were with me. What does that mean? Ki ein ish lamala There's no wisdom for man above that. Meaning, hamaven, one who understands, ki ha A person has to realize that man's intellect is not able, is not doesn't have the capacity to probe the depth of something. Only once a person knows everything there is to know, he will come to recognize that man's capacity is very limited. Now, why does it say heaven masunim bedin? Should say heaven masunim with everything. With every decision, with every interaction, with every choice of expression and word. Why only in din? The answer is because yes, you should be deliberate in everything you do, but most importantly when you issue a verdict. V'atam al sha'amru, the reason that they said, Hevil masunim bedin, is kedeli hi zoher al adinim yos is in order to warn a person regarding dinim more than other um rulings. This is very interesting. That yes, why only Masunim Bedin? What about if somebody asks you a question about Hilchos Brachos? What if somebody asks you a question about Hilchos Nida? What if somebody asks you a question about Hilchos Shmita? Why doesn't it say Heaven Masunim? We know there's Din, there's Yaradeya, there's Chosha. Why Davka Dinim? Because Dine Mamanois is a very great principle in knowing Hashem. Chamoisha Amar Yermia. Allah Shalom. Haskel Viyadaya Isi. Comprehend and know me. Kiani Hashem, because I am God. Oise Chesed. I do kindness, Mishpat, judgment, Utstakbaras, and charity. Eich Yuchal Adam Ladasis Hashem. How can a person know God? Vuadavar Nimna. It's impossible. Ach Vizois Yedeno. The only way to know God. Is when you conduct judgment in monetary matters, ki Hashem because God does this. V'zehu shenemar don din ani ve'evyoin az 
when you judge honestly, the judgment of the poor man, when you allocate money to those who deserve it, when you're presiding over money and you give it to the lawful party, that's called knowing me. In other words, you have two guys. One guy is sitting in a corner in a remote street in the holy city of Jerusalem. And he's saying to Hillem, and he went to the mikvah 40 times, and he's fasting for three days. And another guy is sitting, and two people are fighting over money. And the Dayan knows it should go to the Ani. And he awards it to the Ani. That is more knowing Hashem than the person davening. That is the definition of knowing God. Justice. Conducting justice is a more pronounced way of knowing Hashem than anything else. Because says elsewhere, What does God ask of you? But to conduct yourself with justice. The monetary laws are a very big principle in Torah. The world is founded on them. As it says in the Medrash, it says before the Ten Commandments, Think about it. You have the Ten Commandments. The whole world stands on the commandments. Don't kill, don't steal. Adultery, Shabbos. Yeah, but before the Ten Commandments it says, judge the people justly. And after the Ten Commandments it says, that means the Torah doesn't stand, the world doesn't stand on the Ten Commandments. The world stands on justice. There's a princess going on the road. And her guards go before and after. With ammunition. The protection of the Torah is justice. Okay, we'll hold it over here. And we'll continue here, Bez Hashem. Next week, I'm going to do a shir on uh, tefillah. Let me pull up the Maramakaimais. Okay.